0: All right. I just wanted to make a quick update. Uh, basically, I've been re- learning a lot about the grace of God and um, how that. I mean, I guess I already knew this, but one thing that really stuck out was uh, it's kind of like uh, gearing towards Calvinism, uh, uh, kind of uh, Augustinian. Disposition, um, not as much Armenian, uh, which ends up kind of. If you get too far, Armenians kind of more, more so uh, Pelagian, and so just to so if Calvinism was on the right, um, it's just to the right of Lutheran, which, but it's not. Quite all the way to Calvinism. Um, Lutherans kind of in the middle to the uh, left and, uh, you know, to the Arminian at times. Um, but, you know, maybe someone might be towards the Calvin side, uh, Augustinian side, I suppose. Um, these are just things I've been kind of learning. Um, so many details behind all this, but especially getting into the different topics. Um, But really what I've been learning, the central thing that I think was really a good takeaway, the grace of God um, being the thing that actually saves you. Uh, John 3.16 in the basic sense. And then, you know, uh, believing in that and having faith in that knowledgeably having faith in that um and then that you know knowing like john three sixteen, that thanksgiving you have because god gives only begotten son whoever believes with him shall not perish but have everlasting life that motivation from from think from uh, just being thankful uh that's the eternal motivation uh john three sixteen. so uh you know getting away from the legalism getting away from you know that you're gonna save yourself and more to God's uh, salvation uh, by grace and um, this is even central to another topic um, I believe if you even where I think the word grace is used in the passage I was looking up um, about the church of Antioch, which is really significant because yes, uh, Orthodox would probably be in a more so semi-Pelagian to possibly Lutheran, uh, you know, scale, but they have the potential, I think through more like, at least for my faith tradition of church of Christ, Christian churches, uh, if, you know, if you're making, kind of making a scale, uh, and I don't want to judge all this, but anyway, so if I'm making a scale, um, they are, they're basically the early church, they the first church, and that's what the restoration movement was trying to do, Church of Christ Christian Church, Scottish kind of, uh, Anglican, kind of uh, Methodist, offshoot american presbyterian scottish thing created in early americas anyway so they're trying to create this restoration movement and i think more so the christian church side of church christ christian church uh which i guess apparently it stems off of the uh the free church but i, I think in, in a lot of ways with the presbyterian scottish it's it's borderlining with some of these Great Awakening type, any kind of you know, Great Awakening, any kind of big thing like that. Uh, the Restoration Movement, in general, I think, is definitely in in cahoots with that. And uh, you can separate those, but I, there's a lot of connection points. Uh, it literally individuals preaching in the same area. Uh, one of the best examples is the uh, Barton Stone um, revivals, uh, Cane Ridge, or I think it's Cane Ridge revivals in Kentucky and throughout that area. There's um, a Stone Ridge, I can't remember. Um, but that's a quick Google search there. And then, and then they ran into the Pentecostals, kind of, all these um I think reform probably had some intersection uh, connection points there too, which those are kind of An- Anabaptist offshoot. They're all connected to Anabaptists. Uh, anyway, getting back to, uh, I just think there's a lot of potential for the grace centered uh, teaching to influence the Antiochian church right now, which um, is probably a good thing. Um, so, uh, Paul was there in Acts chapter, I think eleven, verse. Let's see, towards the end, 27, twenty seven, twenty twenty five, twenty six. Um, and before that, in verse, um. 23 um, when he came in 23 when he came and had seen the grace of God he was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord okay so you see the undeserved favor and you just see the church really being um the news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem and they sent out uh, Barnabas to go as far as Antioch when he came and had seen the grace of God he was glad and encouraged them all with that with purpose of heart they should continue in the Lord for he was a good man full of the holy spirit and of faith and a great many people were added to the Lord So, that's actually kind of a confusing passage initially, (laughs) Uh, because it's like, what is it talking about? Barnabas, Antioch, what church, what? When he came and had seen the grace of God. So, Barnabas was going all the way to Antioch, and he's seen the grace of God. He was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart, they should continue with the Lord. So he's telling Antioch, continue with the Lord, for he was a good man. So it's talking about. Now it's talking about Barnabas again, being a good man, I suppose, uh, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. So so in one church sent out Barnabas and and he was a good man and, and a great many people were added to the Lord basically it's boasting of barnabas and um it kind of jumps from the church sending him out to him doing uh, witnessing something all the, and then back to uh him being a good person uh in uh, him encouraging you know he does a lot of that son of encouragement barnabas um purpose of his heart they should continue with the lord I wonder what church sent him out, because I know he sold some land in in, uh, Cyprus. So, there's probably some connections with Cyprus and Antioch that go way back. And so, okay, that leads to another thing. Um, Just the, and this is definitely a touchy subject, but I think it's good to be considerate of um, Uh yeah to be considerate of people in that come out of countries that are, whether it's connected in some kind of tradition or not if they're coming out of countries that have had um, cultic phenomenon activities you know where they get away from the truth or or the church is really persecuted there by that i think even even in the church they i mean yeah they can stay strong but I think it's good to be considerate because, you know, there's wolves in churches and, you know, and I really think especially uh, ancient churches, traditional high church, uh, there's definitely um, a lot of, you know, just it's just good to be considerate towards um, churches. Um, And just to um, treat people as individuals, but at the same time, um, You know, and so one thing that I think is important to consider is, you know, I've heard there's a lot of, if there is connection with Cyprus, I don't know, but I've heard, you know, there's a lot of Russians that vacation there. We got a lot of issues, um, with vacuums, um, in just the Middle East and power vacuums and, and, you know, just gotta be considerate and patient and kind with people, um, and, you know, it's like you want to work with people initially that you really think you have commonality with. And that's why I think Antioch, uh, honestly, they uh, they have potential, at least, to be foundational in being the first ones that were called Christians. So, you know, being like kind of a solid church initially in the early church could have been the first church. Um, and, uh, as you know, besides like house church and just gathering two or three uh, and, you know, people gathering in the temple, but uh, as far as like a formal church, I guess, uh, probably somewhat, uh, and that's definitely significant. And, um, yeah, I think it's cool, uh, that to see, I, I've heard even their conflicts, I don't know what their conflicts are like today. You know, it sounds like they're just trying to keep out, um, people that are, uh, you know, unfortunately, even within the kings, it's almost like a secular kingdom of Syria in general. Um, it seems like there is a couple more on the uh, Aryan side, uh, like a- Arius, Arian, uh, as far as theology goes, um, that are not Aryan obviously but they're you know the offshoots the the teachings that are of other faith traditions that aren't even Christian uh, it seems like that's the they're the ones that are kind of like the kingdom divided against itself that's not standing as well as Arianism because there's probably connections there with issues um but uh, it seems like the Christians are doing okay uh, thankfully and uh the goal would be to definitely keep churches like that, keep them, uh, you know, you want peace. And so really trying to actively, uh, build godly relationships with people that are trying to get back to this early church foundation and teaching. And, you know, it's cool. This is a church that Paul started his first missionary journeys from. Um, that's what I, that's what I read. And, um, yeah, just, uh, there's, you know, good education coming out of there. And, um, and another thing, so there's power vacuum situations. Uh, I don't know how, if they've fully stabilized it or, you know, whatnot. there was a lot of issues that people underskirted and nobody even heard about, unless you really follow, uh, random news, uh, from people that Care about the regions, um, all the all of those regions. Um, unfortunately, the the secularization system isn't completely influencing, especially even like in Turkey, stuff like that. Um, maybe it is today, but as far as traditionally, there's been issues. Um, I remember seeing a video of this kid that wanted to get a Christian education. He wanted to go. Uh I think it was in an Orthodox church or something like that. And uh he lived on a family farm, he was a good kid, and they I think there was a lot of hoops to jump through. Um he might have had some kind of freedom, but it the fact that there wasn't a clear path, that's just sad because there's been so many people that have devoted their lives throughout history. Um, to stabilize that region and the fact that um that that whole i'd say the the whole i don't know it's a knee almost um of the mediterranean there that needs to be free um as far up as we can make it free but you know because that's uh that's some serious historical value um to just life and godliness and just knowing what the context of the early church. And it, it should be, um, you know, especially the the people that live there that have these traditions, they should be seen as very highly, uh, you know, they should be given opportunities, um, to have that freedom. Uh, and I think many people want that. It's just, uh, finding these, by in a way bipartisan resolutions to to create that um freedom but then at the same time um really looking at history and looking at the traditions uh that have been there you know foundationally um you could say oh well this and that but yeah i mean it just makes me think of uh, another topic that randomly popped in my head the other day, with the Edict of Mulan, and um, really how powerful that is and foundational and how it should be respected. Uh, there should be a, you know, freedom for people to worship however they worship in whatever faith tradition. But uh, especially within the context of a foundational uh, Edict of Milan kind of disposition that we all have towards just almost like a reverence and, um towards just that that historical reality. And uh, instead of it'd be nice if people weren't so rebellious against um uh, this really positive foundation. Uh, and they you could even even the you know it would be bipartisan if you really were able to educate people about the reality that this was uh, heavily influenced by Arianism uh, as far as Arius. Um, Not like whatever the other Arianism. uh, It's not that as much. Uh, It's more so like Arius, the the heretic, which denied the divinity of Christ, but still he was uh, influencing Constantine and um, around that around that time in general, I think, I think Constantine was baptized by an Arian. And, um, so it's just, and and then the, 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 other cults that I would say, uh, but the other, uh, you know, teachings that go into other faiths that come out of ultimately, essentially, uh, they align with Arianism. Um, those ones are, um, you know islam and stuff like that they're in that region obviously because of the ottoman empire um, history but there's those are the areas was part of that foundation so people should have uh, if they're really looking into the history i think they should have a reverence for uh, just the edict milan uh, disposition obviously you know we're not trying to be over nationalistic none of that because you know it's an eternal kingdom but it also uh and it's a heavenly kingdom that i'm talking about as far as the kingdom of heaven um uh, but there is still on earth as it is in heaven and we're not doing this by force it's not by might, but by the spirit of god you know And the spirit is uh uh the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So this is obviously a general process, but it still is a process. And it still is something that uh, is true. That needs to be, um, you know, gently. Uh, the, the the Basically, the education needs to be there. Uh, because at the end of the day, aren't, aren't we all just trying to find the truth? And that—that's really what we're talking about. And so, the truth is, John three sixteen, to my knowledge. And um, but it's more than it goes beyond knowledge. It's it's a undeserved favor from God to believe that and and to to know that yes, uh, we have sinned and we are sinners, and to know that He saves us from our sin and death. He overcame sin and death, and so that Thanksgiving motivates you uh, to live in a society, to create in a society, to sustain and to help others, and to and to find the, where the people are confused or or maybe in a pattern of thinking, and, and to try to help to clarify and to try to help to bring light to. Um, what you know they believe is light and maybe revealing uh, the the further context because um, to deny the divinity of Christ is just uh, which ultimately is what these other teachings are doing in you know, like a sugar coated fashion um, a lot of detail behind that sugar coating but um, yeah it's just really an important thing to for people to look into and not to judge uh, wrongly. Uh, not to be quick to judge, be you know be uh, patient in learning and and uh, you know there's there's plenty there's plenty of uh, other perspectives and that's fine. Uh, you know it's it's just an, this is just one faith tradition uh, perspective to look into further and, and it might actually it might actually produce fruit, good fruit. If, if one would look into it and if one would, um, in my understanding, be drawn by the father, um, the true heavenly father, uh, through their looking into these things and, uh, through their seeking out of God, uh, the, and I would say the one true God, the fully God, fully man, um, you know, all the, all the things, you know, the Trinity, uh, father, son, Holy spirit, um, Fully three, but fully one, but fully one, fully three, you know, just, uh, just founded on the, the apostles and the prophets, um, as far as, um, you know, but Christ is the cornerstone and the, um, author and perfecter of our faith, you know, he is God, Jesus is God. Uh, from a Christian worldview and that uh, he is the, the son of God who was sacrificed. Um, God gave his only begotten son, whoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He was, it was, it was prophesied and it actually happened. And the snake on the pole is a good cross reference there uh, with uh, the thing that healed uh, the Israelites that had been bitten by the snake. And and then that goes into the Garden of Eden and everything there, um, symbol you know just symbolism some uh, all over the place. Um, you know as far as serpent in the Garden deceiving man and the fall and uh, uh, just the redemption through Christ as the, it says the new Adam, and and I'm I'm just not unfortunately with detail, the authority on a lot of these things. But what I've been learning, which is <laughs> really encouraging to me, is that um, the, uh, basically, the, the appeal to mystery. <laughs> it's cute. Uh, the appeal the mystery is, um, and I'm, I'm, I am not doing that justice either, uh, but um, you, you gotta, you gotta appeal the mystery. Um, and I, I am being lazy in my studies, be, but you know, I'm conflicted too. Cause as I study, I'm like, well, I don't want to judge this thing or that thing. I want to correctly divide the word of truth, but I don't want to put judgment through these words that are, you know, authoritative judgments towards theological concepts. And just like you're putting God in a box. And so uh, that's one thing I guess I've been learning. and It's more experiential, but at the same time, I'm like, well, in the church, we should judge rightly. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's kind of a challenge, but, you know, but it's all possible through all things are possible through christ and that that's the key and then to be thankful for that and then having that thanksgiving just be god's will that motivates us um you know imagine a society where you have more thanksgiving uh so praise god for the community uh communion of the saints um but also like actual thanksgiving for his Body broken and his blood shed. And I uh, pray that we can, more people can receive uh, that communion with Christ as well as myself. Um, so that's the big thing. Oh, Orthodox update. Um, I was looking in Greek Orthodox. I'm still looking at Greek Orthodoxy and And so it's really interesting. Um, there's a lot of good schooling. There's a lot of good, it takes about a year for catechism um which is a cool thing uh and you can do you get baptized christened and the big thing with baptism and i will i'm starting to tell my friends who are in other churches you know look at it look at the option of being dunked three times you know so you get the threeness in there um and i think that's important uh but then you don't want to End up as a tritheus but the the tradition is three apparently at least for the antiochians so it's interesting i'm still learning all that and uh i probably just going to be re-baptized because you know i was only baptized with one dunk and you know if if it, that if that's really important and the threeness uh needs to be emphasized then good uh, if maybe the one oneness of my previous baptisms was good, then this is just a renewal of the vows and and just an emphasis on the threeness because I already had the oneness, but it's still one true baptism because well, one of them's right. <laughs> it's either one dunk or three. Um, it seems like one dunk in a lot of scriptures, but if the tradition is three, then maybe they did do three. Um, so these are things I, I want to look into as far as when the tritheist kind of originated and all that and trithes are like people that overemphasize the threeness uh, as far as i know and, and there's crap ton more detail there but um still learning all that i get it's hard you gotta just you gotta make flashcards and uh keep staying in school i guess and review review uh repetition is the mother, mother of all learning so oh praise god this is a good good podcast here um, everything I've been learning pretty much and uh, yeah uh, another concept last one here because I gotta go to bed it's 12 o'clock I gotta get up and take my buddy to the doctor but uh, um, the scripture talks about Jesus uh, basically helping people. Uh, All all the disciples uh, were all together. It was was right before the feeding of the 5,000, I think. So they were all there or something. It was one of them, one of the feedings. Uh, I just read it last night. I can't remember exactly where it's at. I'm not going to look it up maybe later. But he basically told them to go around to the surrounding towns and stuff and to... uh, You know, because he was with them so long, but then he's like, you know, have them send them away real quick. And so he's kind of sending them to live in community around around where he is. And so that's a really cool thing. And it made me think of like how early America was set up. A lot of good, solid towns were set up in not just America, but other areas, too, uh, that were that are successful or were successful uh, around the churches. And, um, and especially maybe more right churches or Orthodox churches, uh, they uh, or just have just having that mindset where you're you're, you're surrounding your community, your growth around uh, your creativity, your families, your family farms, you're, you're growing together. Uh, you surround that around the source, which is, the body broken the blood shed christ himself um and uh, that's like on earth as it is in heaven and, and that's what happens when you go to church and so really surrounding the community with that and, and then he told them to go away but then he also told the disciples you know and they went to get food but they didn't really have any food and so yada yada uh you know, they needed help knowing how to have faith to actually get food and everything. But, but ultimately, there was a dependence on the um, leadership of Christ and and uh, the teaching uh, that they had—not uh, just teaching, but physically hands and feet, like.